Good morning. It is a blessing from God to be with you today. I am always blessed to come to Kenya to preach the word of God these last three years. I pray that today will be a blessing to you and uh, in, that it would truly draw us nearer to God, nearer in our understanding and nearer in our obedience. So today as we uh, get started, I will be preaching uh, this message, just a general truth about Describing what is the sovereignty of God. I'm very excited about this topic because it is an important one for us all to understand. The sovereignty of God is a great comfort and gives peace to our soul. Turn with me to Psalm chapter 46. Psalm 46. Would you stand for the reading of God's word? Please stand. To Simana, to Simana. God is our refuge and strength, a very pleasant help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the sea, the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. The, he utters his voice and the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolation on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. 
I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that we can gather to study your word and to grow in our knowledge of you. We pray that your Holy Spirit would lead us to increase in our knowledge of who you are and that we would increase in our obedience to you and our trust in your sovereign power. Lord, we pray that your spirit would make the preaching of your word effectual on each one of our hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Though it is true, the word sovereign or sovereignty of God is not found in these verses we just read. It is all over this passage. We see God's sovereignty in many ways over, uh, over creation and over the world and over people and over the roaring of uh, waters and mountains, many ways. But before we get into talking about the sovereignty of God in this passage, I want to begin this conference by making a few points overall uh, to us directly. 
Kwa hivyo kabla hatujaingia katika moja kwa moja kwenye uh, somo la siku hii ya leo kuna sehemu ya mambo kadha kadha vinukuu ambayo tutakayeweza kuambia ili tuweze kujua kwamba uh, 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 leo hii tunaenda kusukuza juu ya mambo fulani kadha katika neno la Mungu. And the reason I want to do that is because the sovereignty of God the teaching of the sovereignty of God is not is contrary to our flesh to our sinful nature. Na kwa sababu afanye hivyo ni kwa sababu ya kwamba asili yetu ya dhambi swala la kujua ukuu wa Mungu haijakubaliana ama kukumbana na swala hili. There are some who might assert the sovereignty of God is true but the way they live they deny it. Kuna watu ambao kweli kwa kutafuta na kwa kufikiria wanasema kwa kweli ukuu wa Mungu ni kweli lakini maisha yao wanaoishi hayashirii kuonyesha kwamba kweli Mungu ni mkuu kwa maisha yao. There are others who when they hear the difficult teaching of the sovereignty of God think that it is too difficult and just deny it altogether. Kuna wengine wanaposikiza fundisho kuhusu ukuu wa Mungu na kukumbana na sehemu zilizo ngumu sana wanasema basi ah swala hili ni ngumu acha niachane nalo aniendelee na mambo mengine and those who would deny it altogether are really asserting their own sovereignty and undermining god's sovereignty hawa wanapofanya hivyo wanajaribu kuinua ukuu wao na wanaweka kando na kukataa yule ukuu wa Mungu rc sproul uh, uh, the late past presbyterian pastor in america said most Christians salute the sovereignty of God but but believe in the sovereignty of man. And if we're honest, that is true in our own lives. Na hiyo kwa kusema kweli ni ukweli ukilinganishwa na maisha yetu. In order for us to trust in God's sovereignty, we must continue to reject or deny our own sovereignty. Na tukitaka tuweze kupeana heshima katika ule ukuu wa Mungu, itatubidi sisi kujikana kuhusu ile ukuu wetu wa kujinua. In a way Any time we sin, we are saying to God, we reject your sovereign power and I believe in my own sovereign power. Nakumbuka kwamba unapotenda dhambi, hiyo ni njia moja, ni njia iliyo wazi kabisa ya kwamba unakataa ukuu wa Mungu na unainua ukuu wake. Any time we go against God's word, we are rejecting his sovereign authority and thinking we know best. Wakati tunapofanya mambo ya dhambi na uwazi ule tunaweka kando ule ukuu wa Mungu na kuweza kuinua ukuu wetu. Anytime we think I don't need the word of God. Wakati unapofikiria kwamba ah neno la Mungu nimechoka nalo. Anytime we think we don't need the regular gathering of the church. Wakati unapokosa kuhudhuria mikutano ya kikanisa vile ilivyo katika maandiko. Anytime we think that we don't need to pray. In many ways this is a rejection. These actions and this way of thinking is a rejection of God's sovereign authority. Na hivyo unapuuza na kukataa ule umamlaka na ukuu wa Mungu. 
But our rejection of God's sovereign authority does not deter his sovereign authority. Na hata ukifanya hivyo, hiyo haitapunguza chochote kukua Mungu. Mungu atazidi kupaki mwenye ukuu wote. It only hurts ourselves. Hiyo itatuangamiza sisi wenyewe. It is just human nature to reject God that fact that God is sovereign or to reject that God is God. Ya kwamba ni asili ya mwanadamu inayofanya mambo hayo ya kukataa inayosababisha ukatae ukume wa Mungu. This is why Jesus told us in Ma- in Luke 9:23 If anyone would come after me let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me. This is why Proverbs teaches us to lean not on our own understanding but in all our ways to trust in the Lord. So what does it mean that God is sovereign? In a way it simply means that God is God. If if God were not sovereign, he would not be God. When the psalmist here calls out to God as our refuge and strength to preserve us, to help us, it's assuming that God is sovereign. Wakati mwandishi wa kitabu hiki ama andiko haya ama wakati unapofanya yale mambo ambayo yanastahili Mungu yanamstahili kumpa Mungu heshima hii ni kusema ya kwamba Mungu hana mamlaka na yeye si God is God God is sovereign and he rules all things Mungu ni Mungu na Mungu ni mwenye nguvu na anatawala kila kitu When the angels came and the song we just sang Angels we have heard on high they came singing that Jesus is king even his sovereign authority even at his birth. Tunaona kwamba hata katika kusaliwa kwake Yesu malaika wanaimba wakisema ya kwamba Yesu ni mfalme. So what does it mean that God is sovereign as we look specifically at Psalm 46? Basi inamaanisha nini ya kwamba Mungu ni mwenye nguvu mwenye uweza? Tukianza kuangalia katika Saburi mlango 46. First we see it means that God rules and reigns over all creation. Hii inamaanisha kwamba Mungu yuatawala, ana mamlaka juu ya kila kiumbe. Verse 2 through 4 shows us this. Katika mstari wa pili kufika tatu inatuambia mambo haya. Says therefore we will not fear though the earth gives way though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea though its waters roar and foam though mountains tremble at its swelling Nasema kwamba kwa hiyo hatuokofi itapobadilika nchi itapotetemeka milima moyoni mwa bahari maji yake yatakapofuma na kuamka itapopasuka milima kwa kiburi chake God is sovereign over the mountains the rivers the sea all of creation and the temperature outside and i am thankful to be here in kenya where the temperature is beautiful 70 and not not 
freezing like at home. When we look at the Bible and we see prophecies and we see types and shadows in the Old Testament pointing to Jesus, Uh, we could spend a lot of time here, but the point is to say to say that God is sovereign over those events hundreds of years beforehand and then to point to the future. This shows us that God is sovereign over all of time. He is sovereign over the timing of all events. No one is born in the wrong time period. No one dies at the wrong time. Wars cease at his command. The wind blows and the wind stops at his power. Diseases come and diseases go. At the sovereign power of God. We also see in verse 6 that God is sovereign over the will of man. It says, the nations rage and the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice and the earth melts. This is similar to Psalm 2, which tells us, Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The will of the people of nations may rage, but it will not stop God. This shows us the sovereignty and authority of God over kings and pharaohs and governors and all peoples in authority. But God is not just sovereign over the direction of nations, but individual ordinary people. Ordinary Jews like Mary and Joseph. Ordinary people like harlots at Jericho. And ordinary Moabites like Ruth. God is sovereign over you and over me. 
Mungu ni mkuu juu yako na juu yangu mimi. Even if you reject it, he is still sovereign over you. Hata ukikataa bado yeye ni mwenye nguvu zote juu yako. To say that God is sovereign is to say like the 1689 Confession of Faith says God is the good creator creator over all things in his infinite power and wisdom upholds directs arranges governs all creation and all things from the greatest to the least by his perfectly wise and holy providence ya kwamba Mungu ni mwema ambaye aliumba kila kitu ambaye anatenda na uwezo wa kutenda mambo ambayo yanaonekana katika umbaji kwa vitu ambavyo vinaonekana na visivyoonekana yeye ni Mungu mwenye uwezo wa kuumba to the purpose for which they were created he governs according to his infallible foreknowledge and the free and unchangeable counsel of his own will His providence leads to the praise of the glory of his wisdom, power, justice, infinite goodness and mercy. Kwa kusudi lake la kuumba hizi vitu zote, yeye ni Mungu ambaye aliweza anatawala hizo vitu kulingana na Mungu ambaye hana hapimiki. Mungu ambaye hapimiki, ambaye habadiliki kwa ufahamu na kwenye hekima ni Mungu ambaye anahakikisha kwamba kila kitu kinaenenda na kimetunzwa na kila jambo linatendeka kulingana na kusudi ambalo aliweza kuliumba nalo akiwa ni Mungu mwenye haki akiwa ni Mungu ambaye hana kipimo uzuri wake na huruma wake kutawala wanadamu The fact that God is sovereign leads us to believe and to know that he knows all things he is omniscient na kwa kusema kwamba yeye ni Mungu mkuu aliye na uwezo hii inatuongoza kusema kwamba yuajua kila jambo katika ukuu wake And not only does he know all things but he is omnipotent he no. can make all things happen whatever he wants ya kwamba kujua tu kwamba anajua mambo yote vile vile tufaa tujue kwamba yeye ni Mungu ambaye ana uwezo wote wa kufanya kila kitu kitendeke jinsi kinachostahili kutendeka Our God is in the heavens and he does all that he pleases. He is also uh, everywhere. He is omnipresent to ye, accomplish this. These three things tell us that our God is not like any other God. Hivyo haya matatu yanatosha kutueleza kwamba Mungu huyu ndiye Mungu hakuna mwingine. There is no god like our god. Yeye hakuna Mungu kuliko kulingana na Mungu wetu. In fact there is no other god. Kwa hivyo tena tunasema hakuna Mungu mwingine. There cannot be two gods. Hatuwezi kuwa na Mungu wawili. There can only be one omnipotent power tunaweza kukuwa na Mungu mwenye uwezo mwenye nguvu moja every thing or anyone who claims to be god contrary to the true god is a false god yote yule ama chochote kile kinachotaka kujilinganisha na Mungu na kujiweka kwenye nafsi ya Mungu basi kinasimama kinyume na huyu Mungu mmoja because our god the true god is all powerful he rules and no one else does 
kwamba huyu Mungu wa kweli, huyu Mungu mmoja ni Mungu aliye na uwezo wa kutawala kila kitu. And he rules for all time period. He is eternal. Yeye ni Mungu wa milele ambaye anatawala kutoka enzi zote. And he is sovereign in his holiness. And it's important for us to see also to know that even though it's not necessarily in this passage that God all three persons of the Trinity are sovereign. Kwamba tuweza kuona katika yale tuliyazungumza ya kwamba ukuu Mungu na utawala wake Mungu ni dhahiri na ni kweli. The Father is sovereign, the Son is sovereign, the Holy Spirit is sovereign. Kwamba Baba ni mkuu, Mwana ni mkuu, Roho Mtakatifu ni mkuu. God is sovereign over all sentences spoken. Kwamba Mungu ni mkuu juu ya hata yale yote ambayo yameshakusha nenwa, Mungu ni mkuu. He is sovereign over all nouns, people, places and things. He is sovereign over all verbs, action and being for no one can do or be anything other than what God says. It was Jesus who said himself in John 15:5, "Apart from me, you can do nothing." God owns all things. All is in his sovereign power. Nothing happens good or bad, wicked or righteous without him. Satan cannot attack or do anything. No demons can do anything without God's permission. Shetani ama mapepo zake Hakuna vitu wanaweza kufanya bila Mungu kujua. And since God is sovereign, what does this mean for for us? Na kwa kusema kwamba Mungu ni mwenye ukuu, mamlaka, hii inamaanisha nini kwetu sisi? The psalmist takes great comfort in the fact that God is sovereign. Ya kwamba katika mwandishi wa kitabu hiki anatueleza vizuri ukuu ule wa Mungu katika maswala haya. It says in verse 2 We will not fear though the earth gives way. If, if God is sovereign over all and even the, the worst of things in this world and in this life, then we still do not fear because he is sovereign. Kwamba kama Mungu ni mkuu wa vitu zote hata kama kuna mambo yanakuja magumu kiasi gani haifai tuokope kwa sababu twajua kuwa Mungu wetu ni mkuu. And we can lay our head down on our pillow at night. Hii inaweza kutufanya sisi tuinamishe vichwa vyetu wakati wote and rest peacefully. Na tuweze kupumzika kwa amani. Uh, verse 10 also says be still, be still and know that I am God. Mustari wa kumi inasema ya kwamba mtueni kuwa mimi ni Mungu. Even though we try to assert our own authority and to be in control of our own lives, 
hata kama sisi kuna wakati tunakuwa tuna, tunakuwa kwa mamlaka yetu kwa maisha yetu it is much more peaceful to let god be god rather than ourselves itakuwa vizuri sana tukiacha mungu kuwa mungu kuliko kule kujinua ama kujiona kwamba sisi ni wakuu katika wakati kama huu much worrying and anxiety and heartache and stress in our life comes from not recognizing that god is god and we are not do you believe God is sovereign? If we believe that God is sovereign, we let me close by pointing out that we must do these four things. First, we must cry out to God. Notice the psalmist, that is what he is doing this whole these whole uh, 11 verses. Though bad things and maybe unjust and wicked things may be happening around him and to him, he still says, God is our refuge. It's easy to say that God is sovereign when wonderful good things are happening in our life. It's another thing altogether when you have many bad things, people dying, sickness, many bad things happening in your life. But it's in those times that God is testing you. Do you still believe that He is sovereign? Then cry out to Him. Uh, the great uh, preacher in America from the first great awakening, Jonathan Edwards, in 1735, when he was preaching on this text, he said, when God seems to turn a deaf ear to your cries, when he seems to frown upon you, when he shows mercy to others, your equals, or those who are worse, or who have been seeking less time than you to be still. Ya kwamba kuna wakati wakati Mungu anaonyesha kuwa amekeuka sikio lake kwako, asisikie, ama wakati ule mgumu ambao unapolia, anaonyesha kwamba ya kwamba uh, 
So even when you think God does not hear you, rest in his sovereignty. Many people sometimes are tempted to disbelieve God because he's not answering their prayers the way that they want them answered. But if God answered every single one of your prayers the way you wanted them, he would not be God, you would. And so you must know, you must trust that he is God and he knows what's best. So we must cry out to him. Second, we must obey him. And I say must. Obedience to the sovereign creator of the world is not an option. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy. He said, I charge you in the presence of God. Who gives life to all things. To keep the commandment unstained and free from reproach until the coming of the Lord Jesus. So Paul's charge to Timothy to keep the commandment rested in the fact that God was sovereign, that he was the giver of life and all things. And he goes on to say, even in the next verse, this is 1 Timothy 6, 16. To the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, and who no one has ever seen and can see, to him be honor and eternal dominion. If you are not a believer in Jesus, if you are not a Christian, here today, it is commanded by the God who created you and gave you breath to turn and be obedient to Him. Anything other than that is a great sin against Him. So this leads us to third, we must repent of our sin if God is sovereign. When you recognize that God is sovereign over your life, 
then you realize what you have done against him and your failure to acknowledge his sovereignty. This should lead you to turn to him to see how wrong you were. And we can only repent because Jesus, who was sovereign, willingly laid down his life for his sheep. Do you know if Jesus would not have died on the cross, then repentance would be useless. We could repent and repent all day, but that would not pay for our sins. Repentance doesn't pay for our sins. It doesn't make us right with God. Jesus dying on the cross does. So we must repent of our sins. And last, as we see in verse 10, we must be still and know that He is God. And we have this promise in the next line. He says, I will be exalted among the nations. Only a sovereign God can make that statement. He does not say, I hope to be exalted in all the nations. Or that is the goal to be exalted in all the nations. But God says he will be. He will be. It is certain that he will be exalted. Are you in a place where God is not exalted around you? Are there many unjust things, sinful things happening to you and from other people? Be still and know that He is God. Do you have troubles? Be still and know that he is God. Dear Christian, we can be still and know that he is God because we know that he is sovereign and every 
bad thing or difficult thing or struggle we have in this life, he has designed for our good. Ya kwamba tutajua tu ya kwamba huyu Mungu ni mkuu wakati tunapopitia katika changamoto nyingi tukijua kwamba tuko na yeye na huyu ni Mungu ambaye atatuokoa na haya yote. If you pray for him to take it away and he does not trust that he has good purposes for it remaining. Hata iwapo unaweza kumuomba sasa ama umekuwa ukiomba amini ya kwamba huyu ni Mungu mkuu kuna wakati wake na kuna kila ambacho amekusudia kwa ajili ya hali ile unapitia. Be still and know that he is God because he is sovereign. Tegemea yeye peke yake ukijua kwamba yeye ni Mungu mkuu mwenye uwezo wote katika utawala. Amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your word. I pray that you would help us to do what this scripture teaches to be still and know that you are God above all. Thank you for your grace and mercy that you have shown us and allowing us to be here today. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen.